Before we start the show, I want to tell you about My First Million, hosted by Sampar and Sean Purry, and available now on the HubSpot Podcast Network. My First Million features famous guests, discusses how companies made their first million, and brainstorms new business ideas based on the hottest trends and opportunities in the marketplace. Recent episodes you should absolutely check out are Three Profitable Business Ideas You Should Start in 2022, Drunk business ideas that could make you millions, and asking the founder of Grammarly how he built a $13 billion company. If you are curious to know how successful business leaders got to where they are and the opportunities and trends you need to be looking out for when it comes to growing your own business, listen to My First Million wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Business Made Simple podcast brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. Every week on the show, we coach you to build your business like an airplane. The cockpit is your leadership. The body is your overhead. The right engine is your marketing. The left engine is your sales. The wings are your products. And the fuel tanks are your cash flow. If you master the six parts of a small business, your business will fly far and fast. Every week, we help a business owner just like you optimize their airplane. I'm your host, Donald Miller. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about passive revenue. Don't you wish your business created enough passive revenue that you could cover a giant chunk, if not all of your overhead, and everything else you made was profit? That is exactly where today's coaching guest is finding himself. Jacob Bradley joins us and is the CEO and owner of Psych Talent. It's a company that recruits therapists, psychologists, and clinical leaders to provide therapy for specific clients. So in this episode, I'm going to help Jacob think through how he can generate passive income, not through on-demand courses, but through a subscription model. If you have a lot of information that people need and you're giving it away for free, stop and consider whether or not you can sell that information in a subscription model. I'm going to explain that and more in my conversation with Jacob Bradley, CEO of PsychTown. My business is Psych Talent Recruiting, and we help autism service providers hire the behavior analysts and leaders that they need to serve more families and grow their business. Explain to me what an autism service provider is. I'm sorry that I don't know, but what 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 all fits into that range? Good question. The companies that we help out uh, are applied behavior analysis companies. It's a type of therapy that's done to help kids with autism learn new skills and, and help manage some difficult behaviors. Okay. And are these hospitals or are these private practices? They're not. Yeah, they're, they're all private practices, privately owned clinics. And, and typically the kids are receiving therapy between 20 to 40 hours per week. Wow. And they're, they're little kids. So typically, you know, ages two to, to eight or 10. And then uh, therapy can continue beyond that, but it's usually more, more part-time. But it's a very intensive outpatient therapy that they're receiving. It's the gold standard treatment. And so those are psychologists who know how to do behavior analysis therapy. And these businesses are in constant need of these psychologists. And you pair the two up. Is that right? Pretty close. So it would be one level below a psychologist. These would be master's level therapists. So they have a master's degree. And uh, the credential is called a board certified behavior analyst or BCBA. So these clinics have these master's level clinicians called BCBAs that are the ones who uh, design the therapy, lead the therapy, meet with the parents, and then train uh, the frontline staff called a behavior technician how to do the therapy and, and supervise them carrying it out. Got it. Okay. So as you pair these these you know people who need a job and people who have an pos- open position together, what is keeping you up at night? What's frustrating you about <laughs> growing this business? 
Yeah, good question. So the recruiting part isn't the thing that's keeping us up at night, and and it's it's not really the business development piece either. We find it pretty easy to get new clients. The number one problem in this industry is talent. There's not enough people, and we're one of the only companies that focuses on solving it full time. But my problem is the only stream of revenue we have is recruiting. And the way our recruiting services work is we only get paid when companies make a hire from us. So uh, it, it works out great and the business is, is growing and doing well, but there's a lot of variability in the income that we receive, right? Some months we can be you know, close to 200,000 and some months we're more like 20,000. And uh, it goes back and forth. It's really feast or famine. And yeah. I really want to build out some type of recurring revenue stream where we're providing value at scale in this industry. The other downside about recruiting is that we can only help one company, uh, not one company at a time, but only a handful of companies at a time. We can't really help solve this problem across the whole industry just by recruiting because recruiting is pretty time intensive. Uh, so wanting to build out some sort of new way that we can be providing value in this industry at scale in a way that generates some recruiting revenue for us. How many shops are there out there that uh, you interact with that need your services you know, once or twice a year? Yeah. In this space, there's you know, probably about 1,000 a, a to 2,000 companies who could be clients of ours. The average shop is trying to recruit how many uh, BCBAs a year? Most of our clients are looking to hire uh, about a dozen a year. Wow. Every year? Yes. And some of the larger so are they, companies- Is it a revolving door or is it as they just, it's that intensive? It's a one-on-one relationship and so they need as many as possible. It, it's, it's quite intensive and the demand for this service is double or triple- what the industry can actually provide with the number of clinicians that are in it. So there's about 55,000 clinicians in this space, and there needs to be more like 110,000 clinicians in this space. And you dominate the market? You're the, you're the lead matchmaker in the industry? Yeah, we're the only company that focuses in this space exclusively that's bigger than you know just a single shingle recruiter. Okay. Well, I've got some ideas in terms of recurring revenue. If you're only getting paid when somebody gets hired, then I think if you are the the dominant, you know, industry leader in terms of matchmaking, headhunting, if you will, uh, BCBAs for these uh, these shops, uh, I think you can actually pretty easily either upcharge or charge period a subscription to even use your service. So in other words, really? you've got to be a you've got to be a member for us to even find somebody for you. And then when we find somebody for you, we're also going to charge you, you know, whatever you whatever you're you're used to charging a percentage of their salary. Now I think uh, I think you're going to have to probably offer some more value, and you've got to decide whether suddenly it's a membership only thing or a subscription service thing, or it's you get X number of you know line items in terms of value for free. But if you use the VIP service, which could be twenty nine ninety five a month, you know what I mean. What I would do is I would actually, Jacob, I would take your current overhead. So whatever your current overhead is, that's your salary, uh, rent on the building, electricity bill. You know, right. if you guys have stocked the fridge with Lacroix, let's throw that in there. <laughs> you got to figure out what you are per month. What's your overhead per month? And then I would set a goal to to launch a subscription service, and uh, you know, subscription service you might get notified every time there's a great recruit out there 
and uh, you may whether you're asking for us to find you somebody or not, you're just going to be get get constant resumes mm-hmm. in your inbox. Uh, and for thirty bucks a month, give me a break. I mean, you could actually charge fifty or seventy, if not. I think a hundred is going to be kind of that point where they go, "Huh, is that worth it?" And you know, at fifty bucks a month or thirty at thirty bucks a month, you know, if you have a thousand people doing it, eventually that's thirty thousand dollars a month. My guess is you'll get close to five hundred quicker than that, and so that's going to be fifteen thousand dollars a month, which is going to pay for. I would. How much would fifteen thousand dollars a month cover in terms of your overhead? Uh, just over half. All right. So, so the goal is about 30 grand a month. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) So let's now talk through, because we can't just say all of a sudden a a service that we offered for free is going to be $30 a month. What's the other value that we can tie in there? (laughs) So let's talk about what value you can offer. So give me some ideas. Now they basically call you when they have an open position and then you go find the person who would fill that position. They say it sounds like they're in a desperate place. If if only one there's the 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 supply is only one third of demand, that means they're calling you fairly desperate. What are other things that you could give them that would be worth thirty to fifty bucks a month? That's a good question. I've thought about the and you just mentioned it earlier, sending them resumes for candidates that that we're representing, but they might not have asked us for their resume or asked us to find a BCBA for them. I think you should create something called top talent pipeline. And so one of the line items that you get for 30 bucks a month is you get, you're subscribed automatically to the top talent pipeline. That is everybody who applies, you analyze their resume and you shoot it through the pipeline. So they all get it. it. They get the first eyes on the best candidates. That and so top talent pipeline is one. Uh, what else? Let's give them. Let's give them a few. What else do you think that they yeah. might want? I I know there's a pain point of lack of good compensation data in this industry, and and compensation is there we changing go. so fast in this space. All right, so you get the annual compensation uh, report. You get the annual BCBA compensation report. How much should you be paying people? What is a competitive you know salary for them? Give them six or seven line items in that. Now, can they get that information for free somewhere else? They can't get good information for free somewhere else or up-to-date information right, for free. So, so you're going to curate that, and that's going to come out every October 1st. So now we got two things that they're going to get for twenty nine ninety five. What about, I mean, is there some way that you can get them first choice on best candidates? I realize they're already seeing... With the top talent pipeline, they're already seeing some reports there. Yeah, but is there a way that they could get dibs on talent coming in? I've ran through an idea sort of like this before, and I came to a roadblock or two roadblocks where one is we don't always have clients in the same markets we have candidates, or candidates in the same markets we have clients. Right, so right. we'll have right. Uh, we'll meet great a great candidate in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, but we don't have a client in Nashville. Today we have clients in you know, South Carolina. So how do we how do we match that up? And then the other piece is: would we still charge our full recruiting fee on top of on top of this if we send candidates to to companies um, under this subscription model? Yeah, you're going to continue charging the exact same recruiting okay. fee. Okay. <laughs> the subscription is separate. The subscription, subscription lets them is get getting access. It's getting well. It's letting them see who's coming in first. You know, in their email box, you're just going to send them everybody who comes in, uh, and then the 
the report on compensation is another added value. I mean, I know people in my industry, there's a there's sort of a, a learning development uh, vendor organization. I think it's like $14,000 to be a part of it. And then you pay more to go to their conferences and things like that. But it's like fourteen grand or something like that. People pay it just for the report that they get every year on best practices in our line of business. So what's happening in terms of content development? What's happening in terms of content distribution? What's happening in terms of how to market a learning and development company? What are best practices? They pay $14,000 and they don't even show up for the conferences. They just want that report. <laughs> so information is very, very valuable. And so you know, you're talking probably to mostly the HR person and they're wondering, okay, what do I pay people? Am I competitive? And that sort of thing. The other thing you might do is actually talk to some people who've hired from you and just say, hey, what, what do you need? What keeps you up at night? What, what's bothering you? And then create another product. I really, Jacob, I really think you only need three. I mean, I think if, you get, if you're in the top talent pipeline, if you get the compensation report and you get one other thing, I would stay in your lane though, because I'm tempted to say, well, let's help them grow their business by teaching them marketing stuff. That's, you need to be just in the headhunting, recruiting lane and you don't right. need to get out of that. So whatever the third option is, you know, it's going to have to be something that puts you in their mind for the person I go to to get talent. But I don't think it's going to be that hard to think of a third thing. And then I start taking people's 30 bucks a month. I mean, $29.95 a month. You know, every client you talk to say, hey, would you like to sign up for our subscription, which is X? Here's what you get. You get this, you get this, and you get this. It's $29.95 a month. You just start taking credit card numbers and slowly eat away at your overhead. Don, you're making it too easy. <laughs> All right, so your go-to-market plan is locked in. You're getting ready for launch. You've assembled your lean, mean, revenue-generating team. But if you don't have an easy and dependable way to accept customer payments, that lack of cash flow is going to kill your momentum. It's quite possibly going to kill your business. This is exactly why HubSpot CRM platform streamlines your payment processes so you, your teams, and your customers never have to. HubSpot's intuitive payment tools are just one of the ways you can help your customers have a seamless purchasing experience. With directly embedded debit or credit card payment links, your customers can easily purchase and pay from emails, live chats, and more. Since payment tools are built natively into your CRM, every transaction is clearly documented, so your team will never miss the crucial details in your customer conversations. Learn more about how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. You know, there's one thing that's really clear as I talk to small business owners every week, and that's that they need a plan. They need a plan to follow as they grow their small business. I started my business without a plan and probably, ah, gosh, in the 10 years I've been running a business, I bet I've wasted four of those just chasing down uh, ideas that didn't really help me grow my company. The truth is a plan is actually very, very simple. Uh, there are six frameworks that you need to know. And if you know those six frameworks, you have a plan to grow a small business. You know what you are doing. That's exactly what you get at businessmadesimple.com. You get a plan to optimize revenue and profit. You need email addresses. You need focus on three economic objectives. You need a clear marketing message. You need to invite the customer into a story. That's our sales framework. You need to manage your cash flow so you don't run out. All of that is part of the plan that is available to you 
at businessmadesimple.com. Plus, I host a live stream. You get access to me every month live. You can actually ask me a question. Join thousands and thousands of business owners just like you who have a plan to optimize revenue and profit. If you join Business Made Simple, you will have a plan too. Go to businessmadesimple.com and get your plan. Optimize revenue and profit, and you will not only survive, you will thrive. Go to businessmadesimple.com. And now back to the show. Jacob, you're so close to it that you don't see the value that, you're, that you've got right in front of you, right? You don't see it. And I think so many people listening, they've never even thought about starting a subscription service because they're not in digital content creation. Oh, there's all sorts of ways to start a, a subscription service, even if you're not uh, you know, creating content on YouTube all the time or, or, or creating video courses. Everybody wants to create an on-demand course. On-demand courses are extremely difficult to create. And especially if you want to get it right, but you have information that you can email somebody that's sitting in your computer, not, not, and you're not making any money off it. Right. <laughs> you know all about compensation, so you can get them that information. You know top talent when top talent comes in. When somebody quits a job or stops a job and they're back on the market, you can email everybody and say so-and-so is back on the market. Now, that's the, that's the subscription service to the actual provider of these services. Let's talk about a VIP or, or a high-level subscription service to the actual applicants. I have never thought that. What can we <laughs> get to those guys? I mean, can we let them know what the best-paying jobs are, what the best-paying offers are, and they could be first to find out so they can jump in line and apply? You know, wh what can they do to be taken to the top of the list and they can be charged... I don't know, $29.95 a month. When we talk with candidates, the biggest pain points they have are they want to know about the company culture of the, the companies that we work with because they frequently get burned out with bad culture or, or uh, overwork too many hours. And they want to know that when before they get introduced to the companies that we represent. So I think if there is a way where we could share some of that information with them or get them some of that information about what are the good places to work in this space or the places that have really built up a, a good reputation for themselves. And we've heard the, the high quality feedback from people that we've placed there. Then I think the compensation piece is, is the other half of it. Well, that's interesting because you could give them, you could give them the same compensation report. Um, you know, and maybe I don't think that's worth 30 bucks a month. Because the problem is once they get a job, they have a job, they're not looking for a job. So the information right. about who's the best employer right now is not exactly valuable. But what you could do, now this is a little bit more involved. And so I don't know if I recommend it because we're looking for easy ways with information you already have to go ahead and get subscriptions. But you could actually, you know, curate or collect, you know, the equivalent of a Yelp page for each of the providers so that they could go behind the scenes and look at it and see how their culture is and see what it's like to work there. I think that's a lot of work and I don't think the juice is worth the squeeze on doing that. But they would pay a hundred bucks, for example, to see a report before they take the job. And they would know behind the scenes, how are these people being reviewed? Now, that's all sorts of problems because you, you've got to curate that information and then some employers are going to be kind of mad at you. <laughs> you know, if you're right, <laughs> if you're, so let's just drop that one. But somebody out there listening may may get something from that. I think you've got a report on how to negotiate the best salaries, 
what people are actually looking for, what people are looking for in a BCBA provider, what you know, something that just helps them become a better professional. And that report is, you know, thirty nine ninety five. And it's a one-off deal. They buy it for thirty nine ninety five, sure. and they got that. And maybe that's constantly being updated so that it always has current compensation rates per region. So again, you're curating information and you're selling it for forty bucks. Then it stays in your lane, right? Right. It stays in that hiring and getting a job lane. But that's another product. It's not a subscription, but it's forty dollars of passive revenue because anybody who downloads that PDF, all they're doing is giving you a credit card number. They're hitting download, 40 bucks is showing up in your account, and you don't have to do anything else. You, you don't even have to, there's nothing else to do. So I, I love that. We have so many people in our in our uh, applicant tracking system, so many candidates that we could email and sell something like that to provide value that way. But I we've never considered offering them value that they would have to pay for. We've just always considered how to help them get a job. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, no, no, no. Let's, let's find some value that they have to pay for. And it, it, and basically it's really, really great value. And so they're really, really going to pay for it. I think, you know, the next challenge for you, Jacob, now that we have these ideas, we've got two of the three things that we would need in a subscription service for the actual provider. Mm-hmm. And we've got one thing that we can sell as a one-off for 40 bucks to the person looking for a job. So there's two different new revenue streams that don't increase your overhead at all and provide a passive revenue stream. So that's going to help solve your problem. The goal would be to cut your overhead by by 50%. So we're going to try to raise 15 grand a month. And when we do that, we're going to up our goal to more. The next challenge that you're going to have, though, after you create these products is marketing them. So you're going to have to have a landing page for that report on best practices and getting a job and what your compensation should be and all that kind of stuff, how to negotiate more. You know, you got to think of the value that you offer inside of that. And then you're going to have to create a landing page for the subscription service. And uh, it's, it's really important. You know, I wrote a book called Marketing Made Simple. Dr. J.J. Peterson and I wrote it. And you need to just do what's in that book. You're going to need a lead generator and you're going to need an email sequence. And that PDF that you're going to sell needs to look like a book cover and so on and so on. But that's your only challenge. And then you're talking about a lot of businesses out there, 2,000 businesses potentially that might sign up for that top talent pipeline. Let's, you know, we're only banking on 25% of them, which is you know, a lot, but that's going to get you 500 people paying you 30 bucks a month. And then that other $40 thing, do you think 30% of People who want to be recruited and want to want to get a job would download that thing, or forty, or fifty, or seventy percent. I mean, what's your gut say on that? Yeah, I I would guess in the twenty to thirty percent, just in the list that we have. But the ones who, as they approach us and they're actively looking, that percentage is going to be higher. So the ones who are right in the thick of a job search, I think that's going to be the the higher converting market. Well. Sounds like money's laying right there, uh, right there under your nose. Excellent. Well, thanks for helping me find it. <laughs> yeah, just create the product, make sure it can be distributed, then market the product with the landing page and a sales funnel. And you've got two different products, one to the recruiters and one to the recruitees. And that's going to take care of some passive revenue that allows you to breathe a little easy at night. Yeah, I, f- I feel like we've got things within our reach without having to build something from scratch. And, and I think this approach is way faster and we're just weeks or a month or two away from being able to have this up and running. Well, Jacob, I, I think the, the sky is uh, blue for you. I think you're going to have a great rest of the year and an even better next year. And 
it's so wonderful to create a revenue stream of passive income that helps you with your overhead because everything else just becomes icing on the cake and you've already got a great business. And so the icing on your cake is just going to get bigger and bigger. Jacob, let's say somebody needs your services. Where would you send them? To our website, psychtalent.com. That's P-S-Y-C-T-A-L-E-N-T.com. Sounds great. All right, Jacob, thank you so much for coming on. (laughs) Thank you, Don. All right, Jacob, absolutely great conversation. And I love what you're doing. I I think you're going to do just fine. So much value, so much value that he's not monetizing. And you probably found yourself playing that same role as you listen to the conversation, realizing you have all of this value that you're not monetizing. Question is, do you have value that is information-based? How can somebody subscribe and get that information? And if so, how do you market it? All right, at the end of every episode, I give you a plan of action from today's coaching conversation. These are the main takeaways you can immediately implement to strengthen and grow your business. Today's plan of action is all about passive revenue. When COVID hit, everybody flocked to online services. Now what we're seeing is masterclass subscriptions are down, Netflix subscriptions are down, people are walking away from their televisions and their computers, and they're going outside. What I've noticed, though, is that a lot of people are paying a lot of money to be in person. They're paying money to be in person because they want to get out, they want to travel, they want to be with people. It's been two years of hold up in front of their computer. Don't think that your business is going to crash. Simply offer the information through a different methodology. A lot of people have subscription services that are essentially, you know, you get to meet, we all get together two times a year uh, to go over this information and talk to each other and break up into small groups. They're two-day retreats that take place wherever you want them to take place. Then there's one extra retreat that you can uh, that you can go to that's just going to be for fun and we're going to bring our spouses and that's going to cost you you know, $15,000 to be a part of that community. And in that community, during our times together, we're going to share all kinds of information about this. Plus, you can jump on a Zoom call once every month uh, and if you're not able to uh, be on the Zoom call, your executive assistant or, or another representative from your organization is going to be able to do that. that. Everything I just described is an in-person uh, experience in which we are going to share valuable information. And you know, usually you'd create an on-demand course to do that. Now some of that is moving to in-person experiences and, and it costs 25 times as much, but people are paying for it. People are paying for it. There are ways that you can create passive revenue and share information that are not in the on-demand course categories. And if you fit that description, by all means, uh, uh, consider monetizing that information through uh, experiences. Is it all going to go back to on-demand and online? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, you know, I give it another two to three years. You know, everybody's like, oh, we just want to be in person and we can't stand it. It'll go, the pendulum swings right back. All right, everybody. Thanks as always for listening to the Business Made Simple podcast, where we help you build your business like an airplane so you can fly far and fast. See you next week.